0: Ninety five one, The Peak gets talk of the town with John and Melanie joining us on the line from the Collingwood Public Library. We say hello to Ken. Hey, Ken, how are you this morning?
1: I'm great. Thank you very much, John. And Melanie, thank you for having me this morning on your show. Always
0: great to have you, Ken. And and a big uh, thank you to all the work that uh, you and the gang at the library are trying to to keep it somewhat normal in this (laughs) COVID universe. Uh, These are trying times, I must imagine.
1: Yeah, um, but I have to say the library staff have really pulled together. um, uh, And, you know, it's it's sort of been, what can we do? And and they've really been pushing themselves to try and do the best service they can under the circumstances, and I have to give them credit for that. Um, So, yeah, so we're just moving into, well, we have just moved into stage three, which um, basically means people can come in and browse in the shelves again on the first floor. Uh, We have three computers set up that people can use. We're still... um, Uh, quarantining stuff that's coming into the library, so books are staying in a three-day quarantine, uh, just for people to be safe before they go back into circulation. And uh, programming is still online, and we're still not doing room rentals, but uh, we're sort of looking at ways to keep expanding the program.
0: I guess the reason for not opening, you know, the second level of the library also probably had to do, what, with keeping people in the library for too long and also the contact areas that we'd be touching to get up to the second
1: floor? It was more, um, I would, well, it's always about trying to balance what's best for to keep people safe, right, the patrons and the staff. And then on the second floor, my, my problem there is uh, we have staff desks that are in the public area, so I'm short of building, like, Plexiglass cages around them. I wasn't really sure how to how to keep them safe um, all day long. So we're working on a plan for that. I would imagine by the time the kids are back in school, we'll have figured something out for the second floor. The, the interesting thing, though, is I, I sort of anticipated that people would be saying, "Well, we'd like to go up to the second floor." But when we explain the reasons, everybody's been really understanding. So we haven't really had any complaints about that. And we're always happy to run up and get books for people if there's something on the second floor that they're looking for. Absolutely.
0: So the resource material on the second floor is still open for everyone, it's just, you
1: have to get... You have to ask for it, covered. yeah, yeah. And and to be fair, most people like browsing through the fiction and the children's books anyway, right. which is the part of the library that's open now.
0: Now, are you worried about contamination as people, uh, you know, sort of picking out the books through the racks? I mean, it, you know, uh, part of the fun of going to the library, of course, is pulling out a book, taking a look and going, nah, I'm putting
1: it back. Um, that's a good question. We're... The way the province is looking at it is, is the directions we've been given is it's sort of like going to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's sort of light browsing, there's no, no issue. But if somebody sort of takes a book off the shelf and reads it for a while, um, then that's you know sort of considered contaminated. So what okay. we've done is we've put baskets at the end of rows, and we've just asked people if they've done that, just to put the book in the basket, and at the end of the day we'll put it in quarantine with the other books that have come in that day. And, and then it goes back in the collection in three days. So And so far, no issues. And the other nice thing is, like, when you come into the library, you know we're asking people to wear masks, and nobody's raised a fuss about that, so that's been really nice, too. Um, and we, we right now we're seeing a maximum of 20 people in the library at a time just because of the square footage. And, uh, again, no problems at all. Uh, we've We've had people come in, they come in, they leave. We've never had a situation where we've had to ask people to stay outside, so we've never gone over that 20... Per, you know, at the moment, there's never been more than 20 people in the library, so that's worked out really well.
0: I'm sure that people are just happy that the library (laughs) is back open, that there's resources that they're able to grab and have more at their fingertips than always having to go online and kind of figure out what they want.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. People are always thrilled. The, the more we can sort of open up the services and restore them to what they were, the happier they are. Although I have to say, people have gotten really savvy about using online stuff. Um, mm-hmm. The thing we do first thing in the morning before we open is we go, we just print a list of all the holds that people have put online the day before and just pull them off the shelves and get them ready for people to pick up during the day. And the numbers have really gone through the roof. So people have figured it out. They, they, they've gotten used to going online, searching the catalog, placing a hold on a book and waiting for us to send them the email to say that it's ready. So it's so worked, it's worked well.
0: Grocery stores are all proud of their, you know, uh, shopping But you guys have been doing the library for
1: years. Yes, we have. <laughs> but but it's a learning thing, right? We have to learn how to do it in a new way and, and to do it safely. And, and I, I have to say, you know, none of us are enjoying wearing masks all the time, but if that's what it takes right now to restore services. Everybody's willing to do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And as far as programming is concerned, obviously that's on hold, as you said, uh, currently.
1: Uh, online. Or online. Or it is online. We tried to move it online, yeah. Yeah, so so we've, um, we're sort of wrapping up our summer children's programs. We've, the reading program has, has been working, and there's two more weeks of that. Um, Ashley's been doing coding sessions every Monday, so she's got two more sessions of coding going on. And um, Adult programming: We have chair yoga Thursday mornings at ten thirty. That continues to be run online. We have a French conversation class on Friday, uh, knitting every other Wednesday. Um, Gordon is still doing his uh, tech talks on Thursday afternoons. So, those are recorded. So, if you don't catch them Thursday afternoon, you can you can go on our Facebook and just um, listen to the pre-recorded thing. Um, what else is new? Oh. Um, One of the things that happened earlier in the year, everybody's forgotten about that now, is is interlibrary loan was canceled. And as you probably know, we manage about 40 book clubs in town. And so they really were suffering. So one of the things we did was we asked for donations and we built these book club kits. So we have a bag with like eight or ten books in it that, that book clubs can just rent. The whole, take the whole bag to their club and use them. So we've been adding to those. We have a few new ones coming. And the other thing we've just added is um, if you go onto our website and you click on Library Services, there's something there called Book Club Kits, and you can actually book those online now. So we've, we've, we've installed a software called KitKeeper. Book Clubs can go in, they can look at the different kits we have, and they can they can schedule right there their, their hold on the, the kit. So that's a new thing we've just added. Um, the other new thing that's coming up in September is we've partnered with uh, – with a group in Clarksburg called their Creator Space Mobile Digital Arts Lab, and they're going to be running programs. Um, now, they're going to be online. Originally, we were hoping to do them in the library, but it doesn't look like that's going to be possible. So, there's going to be a series of, of programs on Saturdays uh, things like cinematography, photography for kids, digital drawing, um, editing, short dramatic films, graphic design, that sort of thing. So, if people are interested, they should go to our Facebook page and and sign up there, and the, the courses will be offered online. And hopefully, at some point, they'll in the library once we can open those things up again
0: that's a lot of activity for a place that's supposed to be going through COVID-19 very well (laughs) done Ken Haig thank you so much for joining us if folks have any questions about some of the things we've been talking about where should they go
1: Uh, I'd say the best place to start is our website, so it's collingwoodpubliclibrary.ca. A lot of our online programmings are listed in our Facebook page, so if you go to our our website, scroll to the bottom of the page, click on our Facebook icon, and and you'll see a lot of the programs right there that are listed that you can sign up
0: for. Ken Haig from the Collingwood Public Library, thank you so much for joining us here again on Talk to the Town.
1: Thank you very much for asking me.